another one for the category, why is no one talking about this? Why is no one talking about the fact that America is a target? Russia, China, and soon Iran and North Korea will have nukes pointed right at us. And there's been talks of using nukes, especially by the Russians. Recently, we live in very dangerous times. We have a lot of forces outside of our country that are seeking to destroy us. But also, we have a lot of enemies inside the country trying to rot us from within, trying to take away our civil liberties, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, things that are guaranteed in our Constitution. But forces like socialism and Marxism, communism, big tech, and even big government are seeking to just rot our society from the inside out. They have us divided and arguing with each other and not really addressing what the problem is at hand. But the first question goes to the church. Where is the church? Where is the church of God that has the power of God, the power of his Holy Spirit that's supposed to tread on the power of the enemy? I can prove the existence of God fairly easily, but right now, these days, I really can't I can't prove the existence of the church. It seems in all this darkness that's all around us, we, with a little bit of light, should be able to shine brightly in all of this darkness. Where is the salt? Where is the light? Where is that preserving agent of the church that the church is supposed to be? But we see that the world, in particular our nation, it just seems to get worse and worse as the days go by. I believe it's time for a revival. I know we've heard these words before, but the revival I'm talking about is not the type that you go and fill an arena or get some a big tent and out in the middle of the field kind of thing, but a personal revival, a personal awakening. Awake to the perilous times that we live in and realize that the ends of the world has come upon us. It's almost like reading the newspapers, just like reading the book of Revelation. The time is now when things are starting seemingly to come to an end. Truly, as the Bible says, the end of all things is at hand. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, it says that the devil, knowing that his time is short, is more full of wrath, more full of fury why? Because again, he knows his time is short that whatever he's going to do, he has to make it happen because he is trying to take as many souls to the lake of fire with him as he possibly can. So he's pulling out all the stops. It just seems like today, especially in our country, things are just getting weirder and weirder. And now is not the time for church business as usual. We've been lulled into this false sense of security by a Sunday go-to-meeting habit without having a personal relationship with God. It takes more than a Sunday, maybe a Wednesday, going to a service, but it takes us as Christians daily to pray for revival, to turn from our wicked ways, as the Bible says, and let God hear from heaven and heal our land and start off with healing our hearts as well. 
by revival and repentance, first repentance, it makes the way for us to communicate clearly with God. When we turn away from our sins, our sins are clearly getting in our way so that when we turn away, it clears the path of communication between us and God. The Bible says that our sins have separated us from God. But let those sins be forgiven and taken out of the way so we can have a clear channel with God and put ourselves in a position to be an effective prayer. Prayer, the effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous person will accomplish a lot. We know this already. So we may, we have to make sure that we are in right standing with God before we go anywhere. Make sure that our sins are confessed. Make sure that you and our God have a personal daily relationship, not just a Sunday only, but every day. A personal revival. The word revival or to revive comes with these definitions. It's a restoration of strength, a return of functionality, restart to back to life, reset back to consciousness. And I like these these definitions. Return to return of functionality and reset and restore back your consciousness. We as a church, we have to be functioning. We have to be consciously aware of our surroundings and the t what time it is. If the devil knows that his time is short, then we as the people of God must know that our time is now. If we're going to do anything for our God, now is the time to do it. We don't need more pew sitters. We need more people that are spreading the gospel one person at a time. We all know somebody we can invite to church. We all know somebody that we can pray for and minister to. I mean, quite frankly, we're surrounded by sinners. Pick one and start witnessing. We have to shine in these last and evil days. We have to be full of His Holy Spirit so we can push back against the powers of darkness. The power that we have through the Holy Spirit is not just for the preacher in the pulpit, but it's for the people in the pews. The people in the pews are the ones who are going to live it out in society, who take the message into their own homes, into their own neighborhoods, to even their workplaces, etc., to shine the light. We don't need more mega churches. We need some mega Christians making a mega difference. So the next question is, what is your part? All of us have been saved to serve and have something that we can do for the cause, for the kingdom. It might not necessarily mean our name is going to be up in lights or we're going to be well-renowned, but as long as the Lord sees us, we'll be rewarded for all, for all the work that we do for him. Whether we think it's small and insignificant or big, we're doing this for the Lord. So we need to right now search our hearts and ask God, what can I do? Let's talk to, the, talk to the Lord and tell him, here I am. Send me. Send me into all the world. Let me do something that's going to glorify your name. Because one day all of us are going to have to stand before Jesus. And he's going to ask us, what did you do with the life I gave you on earth? How did you spend your time? Were you more into sports? Were you more into video games? 
or was Jesus the first love of your life? First love meaning your master passion, what drives you, the reason why you wake up in the morning, the reason why you stay up late at night. Is Jesus your passion or is he just your hobby?